Brother Arnold, would you like to open us in a word of prayer, please? Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for each and every one that's come out this evening. We, Lord, we just pray that you'll be with those that couldn't make it, Lord, and those who are sick, just ch touch them and heal them, Lord. Just uh, be at the speaker tonight, Lord, and just uh, help your words flow through me, Lord, that we will get a blessing. Amen. Just be with everything is said and done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, Amen. Pastor, Pastor's out of town, and Brother Walter's going to preach for us tonight, and he's on call, so I'm going to get him up here preaching so he doesn't get a call in a minute, so he can preach. Come on, come on up, Brother. Thank you. Actually, actually, call me on the way down here, and I said I have to speak tonight. I can't wait till tomorrow. Patient going for open heart surgery tomorrow morning, first thing. Everybody, thank you uh, for allowing me to be up here. Thank you, Brother Creed, for allowing me to come up here and speak. And uh, I'm going to start out of uh, actually out of numbers. Well, this is this is this message about. Uh, I'm going to tell you what the title of the message in the middle of it. But this is a message about the people in uh, after they spent some time in Egypt. They spent 400 years in Egypt. Okay, the Lord told Abraham that his descendants are going to one day spend going to Egypt and going to spend uh, a number of time in there about for about 400 years. And after the 400 years time is up, they're going to be start getting afflicted, and then they're going to brought them up with a strong and mighty hand, okay, so that they can be out in the wilderness worshiping the Lord. And uh, a lot of it's, it's actually a picture uh, of uh, salvation, okay? I, I look at it as a picture of salvation. Uh, you, you, you're into the world. Uh, Egypt is a picture of the world, okay? Back then in, in, in ancient Egypt, it was basically like the New York of its time. Right. Okay, they were advancing in math, in architecture, uh, you name it, med even medicine. But the problem with Egypt, they're a bunch of idol worshippers, a bunch of devil worshippers. Right. Right. Okay, uh, they had about ten uh, doing the, doing got attacked ten uh, idols that they worshipped. That, that that's basically uh, that was the the, uh, the plagues he sent in Egypt, and each plague was targeting the, the, the idols that they worship. Okay, uh, so after, after that, he, he brought them out and he spent some time in, in the wilderness. Okay, I'm going to start with uh, Numbers chapter 14. I'm going to say right here, okay, they, they spent some time, in, in, they leave Egypt, okay, went out into the wilderness. And, uh, you know, when you get saved, okay, God is going to put you in a place when going to try you. Amen. Okay, yeah. and those trials that you spend in the, in the wilderness is to strengthen you. Okay, Amen. picture it. Okay, think about it. Okay, he said. Now, when they got into the into the desert place, into the wilderness, they have battles that they have to fight. Okay, let me tell you something. When you get saved, and God lead you out of uh, uh, out of your Egypt, basically, okay, your your your, your comfort zone. Remember, that these people were actually slaves. In Egypt, let me tell you something. Before you get saved and you're out here in the world, you're a slave. Yeah. And you are a slave to sin. Right. Okay. You get saved. Okay. Out of sin. Okay. You get saved out of sin and the debauchery and the wickedness in this world. Okay. But why did they brought them out of Egypt? You want to separate them. Amen. Okay. When you get saved, God wants to separate you from the world. Right. Okay. And the problem with a lot of us, we want to stay into the world. We want to be. In the will of God and into the world, that's not going to happen. Right. God wants you to be separated. That's why the Bible says, come out from among them, be separate, say the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Okay, he wants to get them from the idols. And, 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 but what the thing is, he was saving them from 
from being a slave. Okay, a lot of us know we like to, to, to harp on the idea, oh, we were once slaves. Yeah, I said, well, yeah, I, I was a slave to sin. Not about you. But you see, they talk about the physical slavery. Right. right. Okay? Uh, uh, they, they're talking about this, the, the, the physical slavery that they're enduring. No, God is talking about the spiritual slavery. We're a slave, uh, a slave to sin. What kind of uh, a sin are we talking about? Okay, let's go. Let's read right here. Okay, they, they went out there. They, they take. I'm going to go fast because I have to run back to the hospital. Okay, they are. Uh, they get to spy out the land, okay, of milk and honey, okay? And when they saw the, the challenges of God face, okay, they become weak. They, they start to fear uh, what they have to face, right. okay? And this is what they said. And, and uh, start off with, and all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. This is Numbers chapter 14, verse 1. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Will God that he we had died in the land of Egypt? Or will God and will God we had died in this wilderness? And therefore said the Lord, brought us unto this land, and to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be prey. Were, were it not better for us to return unto Egypt? Guess what we're doing today? Was it better for us to be out in the world? Here I got saved. Okay, they said, come to church, tithe, give to missions, do all of that, come to Sunday school, read your Bible, and then, hey, I was making a lot more money than this. I'm tithing. Right. I was making a lot more money than this. I'm giving to missions. Right. What is this? Right. Afflictions come. Problems come. Right. Our health got attacked. Our job, we lose a job all of a sudden overnight. Okay. And then God is, is putting in, 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 now you find yourself in your wilderness, your spiritual wilderness. God is trying you. And then he, he, he said, you know what? It was better when I was over there working at the nightclub. Right. It was better over there when I was working in that bar. Right. Was it really? What about when you were a slave in that warehouse somewhere? Right. What is it when you were a slave taking those drugs, those needles? Right. Was it better then? God, and guess what happened? When, when they start to, to, to feel like they don't have anything to eat, God fed them Amen. with manna from heaven. He sent them feathered flowers, fowls, right? And they still forget what God did for them, okay? They, they, they face all these armies that they have to conquer. But yet when they, they come and they, see, and they see the land, the promised land that they're supposed to go in, I said, and what Caleb and Joseph said, uh, uh, and Joshua said, we can't take it. God is willing. You know why they, they believe that? Because they remember the battles they fought. Right, right. How many times God answered our prayer and something bigger came along and they said, you know what? Again, do you realize that a lot of people that God called, to, God called in the Bible, they spent some time in the wilderness? Yeah. Where was Elijah? Okay? He spent some time in the wilderness. Amen. Where was David before he called him and anointed him? He was out in the wilderness with Amen. the sheep. Where was Moses? He spent some time out there in the wilderness. And they'd call him when he turned 80 years old. Okay, and by the way, let me, let me go on a rabbit trail, right? Moses knew he, he, who he was. Let me see if I can find it. Moses knew who he was, right? And he went and he spent some time looking at is his fellow Hebrew. Okay? He looked right. He looked left. 
And he attacked him and beat him, killed him, put him everywhere up in the sand. And every preacher out here, they said, Moses commit murder. <laughs> Moses commit murder. Because he was, no. Let me tell you something. You, you know what we need to do? We, start, we, we need to spend some time in the Bible, read the word of God, and, and get into what the Lord is thinking. God, this is the man of God. Right. Right. But the problem is we don't want to see directly what God is looking at. God says, you know what? That man, Moses, love these people like I do. I'm going to use him. Amen. Hey, let me tell you something. Brother God is my brother. Right? And I shudder at the thought of some people that calls me their brother in Christ, see something happening to me, I don't want to intervene. Right. If I see someone beating up Brother Carter, that guy's in trouble. Right. right. Amen. Okay? Up in No, if, if someone is hurting Brother Carter, uh, Elijah over here, uh, Brother Arnold back there, Sam, all these guys in here, I'm, I'm going to intervene. Amen. Okay? Amen. And if he dies, he dies. Amen. Okay? The problem with today's Christians are too many sissy Christian men today. Right. Amen. Okay? Let me move on. Amen. Okay. Now, the, the thing we have to battle, okay, there's different battles that we have to face when, we, we get, when, when God takes us out of slavery, out of the, the, the spiritual Egypt we're talking about. Because back to Egypt what, what was a picture of the world system, okay? And, and, and when you go back in, you have to fight temptation, okay? Temptation is not a sin. Yielding to temptation is a sin, okay? Let me show you something in Romans chapter 12. I think it's Romans chapter 12. Really. We beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies living circle by the whole acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service, reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but by transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what, what is that good and acceptable perfect will of God. For I say, although the grace give unto me to every man that is among you, not think of myself more highly than the other thing, but to think soberly according to as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Okay, right here we said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind, how you look at the issues in life has to change Amen. okay that was uh, has, has to change the renewing of your mind you cannot think like a worldly liberal Amen. okay and when you think like a worldly liberal you're gonna fall into temptations okay and now this temptation that we're talking about when, when you put them in the wilderness is trials right okay you have to look at the context how temptation has been used it's right here it's been used by you face certain trials in life okay and the reason some of us uh, stop uh get weak need when we run into trials and the challenges of life is because we stop spending time with the Lord. Right. Okay? We stop spending time coming to church. When this church doors is open, it's supposed to be here. Many a times that uh many a times the pastor mentioned something for somebody that, hey every time I come here I think he's always preaching on to me. Okay? Yeah. But many a times that we, we we face certain issues in life the pastor might be saying something up here to encourage you. Right. Okay? That's why it's good to be in church. Amen. Okay? Hey, let me tell you something. It's good when you spend some time in the wilderness. I spent 10 years in my wilderness. Okay? I didn't get the job that I wanted to get. Right now, I'm in a job that God, that I wanted. Right? But the thing is, I spent seven years in the military, in the United States, believe Marine Corps. Okay? I got away from the Lord. And live wickedly as a Christian. You know, I, I did not live right. I met my wife. And I come out here and I'm thinking God is going to just 
hand me everything that I want. The Lord has to basically break me down. It took me, I said, okay, God, I, I surrender. It took me out of my uh, 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 out of Egypt, my Egypt. Okay, I was carrying on with everybody's doing in Egypt, you know, practicing everybody's just practicing, but I belong to the Lord. I said, hey, you need to get out of there and come over here. And I come out there, I'm in my, phys- my wilderness, okay? I, I have to start fighting everything. I said, fight temptation, fight him to turn back to go back into the world. At one time, I was thinking about going back to the military, okay? I, but I think that was have been a wrong move. I just have to wait on the Lord. And I surrendered. I said, you know what? I'm going to spend time reading the word of God, uh, get the, into the promises of the Lord, okay? <clears throat> get right. And, and uh, there are times when, when these boys, my, my sons were younger, I didn't have anything. My wife always called me, you need, we need diaper, we need this. And I was broke. Okay? I'll spend some time in the wilderness. I've seen, uh, right now, I, I know guys that returned to Egypt. I've seen guys came to church, got saved, done the right path. But I don't know what happened. You know what happened to them? They went right back to the drug then that God saved them out of. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact. I know one guy right now, I'm not going to mention him, Darren will know exactly what I'm talking about. This guy got three little girls. Three little girls, okay? And I noticed that he wasn't coming to church anymore. Come to find out, he turned around, looked back into Egypt, went right back into Egypt where the drugs were. Okay? I know one guy, another person, God saved him, actually went to a Kenny Baldwin, got saved at a Kenny Baldwin function, okay? He, he, he got saved. He think God called him to preach. And I, and I listened to this guy preach twice. He preached with fire. He preached with the Holy Spirit in him. Okay, next thing you know, what did he do? He looked right back into Egypt. Trials come. Temptation, he, he succumbed to temptations right here. He, he, he was fighting the battle of temptation. And, God, and somehow, he didn't allow God to give him the victory. What he did, he turned around right back into the drug den. Last I heard, that person uh, died alone. By himself, yeah. only anyone showed up at his funeral. Mm-hmm. He became infected with those needles in his veins. Okay? Come, come, came down with sepsis and died alone. Okay? Guess what, what happened right there? And I, and I hope nobody allowed the devil to do this to him. The devil does wave around his scalp. One more! I got one more! Okay? The devil danced on his grave. Hey, 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 let me tell you something. Don't allow the devil to keep, take you to his slaughterhouse and murder you. Amen. He's doing too, many of, too, too, too much of that to people right now. We God's people. Why? Because we forget how to fight temptation. Okay? We need to, we need to uh, win that battle of lust. Okay? We have to be careful with what I see. Okay? We have to be careful. Hey, let me tell you something. <clears throat> I am 110% man. But I struggle sometimes. I, 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 I mean, when it starts to get cold and dark, I kind of like it that way. You know why? The ladies start to cover up. Right. There's no reason. I don't understand how a man could allow his daughter to walk to the house, walk out of the house to go to school looking like that. Right. I just don't understand it. I just don't comprehend it. How a man calls himself daddy, allow his daughter to walk out the door, and he's walking along the street with his daughter, dressing inappropriately. Right. That is not right. And I'm appealing to young men, if, you, if you're saved, you need to live right, and you need to take charge of your home. Okay? Amen. Okay, when well, the next thing we have to battle, the battle, battle unbelief, okay? 
Uh, I think I'm going to turn to numbers. Go back to numbers. Go back to numbers chapter 13. Okay, here it is right here. I said, unbelief. He said, and there, and there we saw giants, the sons of Amalek, and which comes to the, which comes of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Here it is. We look at. You know what the problem with all of us? Each and every of us, at some point of time, we're going to face certain giants. Right. We all have our giants to face. Okay, but you know what we need to do? Is stop staring at the giant and rely on God. Amen. Okay. Uh, we, we, okay. Someone says, "Can can can?" Uh, before I close with this, can mount can can a prayer move mountain? Well, <clears throat> I heard this story. True story. Uh, this church was growing. Okay, you have a small lot, small church, probably about this size, and they were growing. I mean, they were broken out to the walls, and uh, they, you know, thank God for good laymen. You know, I told a preacher friend of mine, I said, not because you're up here preaching, you know, you don't have people, men, young men down there that are spending time with the Lord can basically give you some advice. Amen. And that's what he said. This is what he, one of the ladies said. He said, why don't we pray? They have a, a hill back here, okay? And they need to expand, but they need to take, take the hill down. Okay, let's pretend we have a big mountain back here, a big hill. And they did not know what to do, how to get it down. And... Uh, the highway was expanding and they needed gravel. And so one of the ladies said, before that happened, he said, let's pray that God remove, uh, give us this, move the mountain. And the preacher said, really? I said, yeah, God can move that mountain, right? And they started praying. Next thing you know, week number two, uh, a, cons a construction worker walked in. I said, hey, uh, <clears throat> I want to take that mountain down for you, hill. And he said, we don't know how to, we don't have the money to pay, but we need to get it down. And he said, you don't understand. We're going to pay you for that. Wow. Okay, they walked in. He walked in. He dig, dug it down, paid them, and paid the church people, the, the church, for the gravel. He paid them while he, they, they, they took it. And then they have acres of land to build more church and money. That was prior. Amen. Amen. Okay? I got to close with this. Spend time in the wilderness. It's a good place to be in the wilderness, as long as you're in the will of God. Amen. These people was taken out of the out of slavery, and they were in the wilderness, and God took care of them. The problem with, with some of them, like that's like us, they when we pray and God answer our prayer, we face another problem, and we forgot about the prayer that God answered. Right. So many, I'm guilty of that. Right. Yeah. Okay. We forget about the the prayer that answered. Okay, and we face more, and we face more, and we face more problems. You know why we face God give us problems? Because He wants to manifest Himself to Amen. us. Amen. Okay, I'm, and I guess what? I'm glad for problems. I don't want more problems, God, but you know what? I'm glad for problems. <laughs> okay, because guess what? When we pray, I call my wife to pray, the time I call my son to pray, and I say, hey, pray about this. And, get, and the Lord came through. Let me tell you what, 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 what one of my giants that I, I ran into at work. I met many a giants at work. And I mean giants. I mean people that came in as the supervisor 
and they were the devil. I, I, the, the simplest of anything someone does, they write them up and then fire them. Write them up and fire them. And I was a target. And, and people said, oh, he's so-and-so, he's this, and no one can do anything to him. And my hair is fucking, no one can do anything to him. Okay, good. I walked right into, I, I, I got home. I said, honey, I'm going to pray. I said, well, I, I didn't tell my wife what I'm praying about. I just walked into my prayer room, kneel down. I said, God, get rid of this person. Amen. I prayed this prayer direct. I said, God, get rid of this person. I call his name. I said, Lord, get rid of this person. And before I know it, I walk into work one day. <laughs> and I walk into work. And this was the administrator now, big shot. You know, they just walk around like Adolf Hitler. No one can do anything to them. And they, and they just fire. He, he sneezed wrong, but I called it fire. I walked into work. And I walked in. It's like I knew something's gonna, something is happening. Something new. And I think it was, let me see if I can find the psalm that God showed me before I close up. I think, uh, you ever read the Bible and you need devotion and Lord, something just jumps out and I say, you know what? Something's going to happen today. And I've been through that so many times. Sometimes I scared them. Sometimes I praise the Lord. And like, what's going to happen? This is my church Bible, not my devotion Bible. And I found that, that passage right away. I think it's Psalms 120. But anyway, the person walked in. The supervisor walked in and said, oh, so-and-so is, 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 is no longer going to be here with us. I said, what? And they said he got fired. But... I did not praise the Lord about that. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> no, that's not it. Hmm? Well, that can be it. I apply there, but it's not it. It was something that the Lord showed me that was about to happen. But like I said, okay, there it is right here. Okay, Psalm chapter 75, verse 4. I said, said unto the fools, deal not foolishly unto the wicked. Lift not up thy horn. Okay? Your, your horn. Horn is, is, is like a crown. Uh, uh, it, it denotes authority. Lift not up your horn on high peak and not to the stiff neck. For promotions come neither from the east or from the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. He put it one down and set it up another. That jumped out at me right there, okay? Wow. For the hand of the Lord, there is a cup, and the wine is red. It's full of mixture and poured out of the same. But the dregs, therefore, all the wicked of the earth shall be wring them out and drink them. Let me tell you something. God will take care of what's going on in Israel. Yeah. Amen. Okay? Amen. But I declare forever, I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked, all, uh, uh, all the horns of the wicked also. I will cut off but the horns of the righteous shall be exhaust, uh, exalted. Amen. I've been on, in that hospital now for 21 years. Okay? God bless me at that place. Okay? I've seen people come through. I've seen all kinds of people walk through there with master's degree and PhD and all that. And they were terrible in the workplace. Mm -hmm. I praise the Lord. I get on my knees and God got rid of them. Amen. Hey, it's good to spend some time in the wilderness. When you, when you see this problem back here that God took care of and if it's another problem, God will t trust the Lord. God will take care of it. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to be up here, Lord. As a closing prayer. 
Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for the opportunity to be here. I, I pray that what I set up here was a blessing to someone out there, Lord. In your soul name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now to go back to the hospital. <laughs> How long did I talk about that? Five minutes? 22 minutes. Mm, that's long. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That was, that was some good preaching. I tell you what, um, why, didn't, why don't we all stand up and, and close, close our eyes and bow our heads and think about this, this powerful message that Brother Walter, uh, God used Brother Walter to bring to us today as the music plays. If, if you want to do business with God, you can come forward and do that, or if you'd like to stay in your uh, stay in your seat and uh, and think about the uh, you know the giants that we face every day, and sometimes we make them bigger than God, and we don't uh, we we need to increase our faith and, and remember that uh, God can do all things, and think about the uh, you know, maybe we're holding on to something in the world, maybe there's uh, something that God's the Holy Spirit's prompting us to uh, to let go of Amen. that uh, that God can can fill us with His Holy Spirit, and uh, maybe maybe there's just something that we need to get rid of in our life that, that's that's coming between us and God, and and maybe maybe uh, you know God's using this message tonight to tell us that we need to be in the wilderness, we need to be in our prayer closet, and uh, on our knees more, and uh, where God can. Uh, speak to us and uh, increase our faith what whatever whatever it is let's let's take a moment and uh, uh, silently talk to God and do business with God Amen. Amen. Okay, you guys can be seated. We're going to have, uh, tell you what, um, Brother Darian, would you like to grab an offering plate and we'll take the, do an offering? Brother Samuel, would you like to pray over the offering for us, please? <laughs> 